This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. that the American people do not trust any of you on the Hill, or at least a good lot of you. The latest poll shows that uh, the numbers for those that represent are way down, but I don't think you're surprised by that. In the meantime, no movement so far, although a meeting coming up about the debt limit and oh, oh, what to do about those pesky bills that the U.S. has to pay at least by June because we are out of money by the time we hit the six-month mark in 2023. Hey, everybody. Kate Delaney, the big story, though, I think that uh, so many people are still buzzing about is the weather. Uh, You know, I say it's the common denominator for a reason, because if you're sliding on ice and it's like bumper cars out there and you're white knuckling it just to get across town, yeah, that's what going to be something you're going to be talking about. And so many conversations between family members who live in different parts of the U.S. checking in on those that are in the thick of it. And it is really wicked stuff out there. I, I say this a lot that, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen to us when it comes to the weather. We're in awe of some of the beautiful things that, that we see. But then we get torrential rains and mudslides and... We um, have too much snow and we can't bury ourselves out of the snow or it's too hot and people don't have a way to cool themselves off. And then there has to be cooling centers or we have hurricanes or we have tornadoes. Well, you get my drift anyway. So the weather, especially in parts of the northeast and in um The Midwest is particularly nasty, but even in Dallas, Texas, and in Oklahoma, and there's people listening to us there, you are getting a lot of that ice, that freezing rain that comes down where the roads just aren't salted enough. There's none of that, the stuff that you put down to make it less treacherous in storage somewhere because it's not really the weather that you're expecting. So the slippity slide of what can happen, be careful out there, people, because this is exactly what is being talked about. In fact, in my old stomping grounds, I got a lot of uh, different photographs from people that I know talking about these cold air in Texas and the and the ice that people were facing. 50 million, give or take, of us under that winter weather warnings and uh, getting hammered in Ohio and Tennessee and not just a couple hours of it, days of treacherous travel conditions 
that are going to hang around. This hits you in the Southern Plains and the Mid-South and uh, those areas, too. I just before we hopped on, looked again at a weather map, because even though things can twist a little bit, this is definitely happening. The sleet and the freezing rain accumulations, so hazardous, hazardous, hazardous stuff. You know, in Maine, where one of our caller Sharon lives, and where many of you listen, temperatures are about minus 14 degrees and maybe a little less this week. In fact, because of the weather, because of uh, heating oil and whatnot, Lots of the people there are going to start getting energy cost relief payments of $450, right? Because it's, it's, it's that bad. But I'll tell you what, if you're flying, there was almost 6,000 flights in or out of the U.S. that were delayed. And there were some cancellations, too. A lot of that happening in Dallas Love Field, where Southwest Hub is, and also the DFW Airport, another major hub for American Airlines. And even if you are in another part of the United States, because of how flights are arranged and when flights are coming from one place to another, a lot of people were affected by this in other parts of the United States. In fact, Denver tied a record for cold. They hit minus 10. That is a record that was sent in 1985. And so then you go to the wind chills, and that's down to minus 19 degrees at the Denver International Airport. Brr. If I looked at my stuff now, because you know how it is when you pack and you move and you get rid of a few things here and there. I do have winter coats and gloves and stuff, but I would have to really layer up if I was in that kind of uh, weather. And congratulations to New York City. It doesn't even feel like any kind of a winter wonderland whatsoever. Snowball fights, they haven't had any of them. The city hasn't gotten any measurable snowfall, period, this winter. And what is that defined as? At least one-tenth of an inch accumulating on the ground. So that hasn't happened. Never, ever, ever has New York gone so late in the winter without snow. The current 327 consecutive days without snow, just five short of the longest stretch, which concluded in mid-December of 2020. So no flurries in the forecast for the week, so it's probably going to be a record. But it's interesting because we look to the north of New York, the, the northern part of that state, and you think about the weather there and Buffalo and the horrific snowstorms they've had uh, this year. So a much, much different story so once again bundle up that is my best advice because layers are your friends definitely really sad the story that happened in memphis and and now just more details that are starting to come out about other people fired and other people placed on leave over the tyree nichols deadly uh, beating fallout continues and you see some of the video and it's uh, frankly it's like almost 
unwatchable. I mean, it is un- unwatchable. It's really, really awful. There's an announcement that at least a total of seven police officers now, because there are a couple more that were added, were placed on uh, leave. Two emergency medical techs, a fire department lieutenant, terminated over the way they responded to that January 7th encounter with this now disbanded unit of the police department in Memphis where they were supposed to go in and stop some of the worst threats and things that were happening in some pretty rough areas. They were called the Scorpions, but now completely disbanded. If you don't know the story, police pulled over Tyree Nichols over what they said initially was on suspicion, suspicion rather of reckless driving. They yanked him out of the car. He ran away. He, he was saying, I didn't do anything. He ran away after officers deployed pepper spray and a taser to try to make him lie prone. Uh, minutes later, they catch up with him at a second spot after he's running, hit and kick him, kicked him a bunch of different times. And of course, police body camera showed all that. That's what I'm talking about, the video and surveillance video. He died three days later of those injuries. The beating has fueled public scrutiny, which is already out there, of how police use force. And there are protests that are happening in different parts of the country, not just in Memphis. Coming up next, more odds and ends, plus your thoughts in the mailbag. And oh, yeah, we have a man cave. The stage is set for the upcoming Super Bowl. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com 
Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. I grew up in that country beside a chicken shack, so I left for the city. you feel about politicians and by the way politicians both of the republican and democratic variety uh first let's go to the phones as uh, we have a caller in san francisco and that would be david who is listening to us in san francisco david i think i can get you up here hey david how are you Wow, we hi Kate. Uh yeah, I just zoomed through the universe to get over to your uh your ears. Hey, uh so I was gonna mix the uh you were talking the uh climate uh conditions, you know, these strange weather patterns, plus the idea of Congress having the debt ceiling. Yes. Uh, if you if you look at the debt ceiling as the credit rating of America, that if we're smart and we're clever and we're wise and useful and hundred other things we're going to have a, a strong credit rating. But if we ignore something like uh, global warming or we uh, create erratic conditions during an epidemic and, uh, you know, play games with murderous tyrants around the world, uh, we're going to have a pretty lousy credit rating. And so... Um, I was uh, in Illinois. Uh, you were talking about sleet there, where the rain turns to, to ice. Yes. And I, I was brought up in St. Louis. And since that was like halfway up the country, we didn't always get deep snow. We got that rain ice, and we yeah. called it sleet. And there was a time about 10 years ago that with climate change, especially with global warming, you're going to have the the earth is never going to really get down into the 20s or the zeros anymore. It's going to tend to be right at freezing, which means that what would what would have been snow is going to be ice, you know, sleet. And so in Southern Illinois, about 10 years ago, 57 counties lost their electricity because the sleep built up on the uh, on the telephone wires or on the power lines, and so much sleep, it just weighed it down, and 
I think it was 37 counties were out of electricity for about a week. I remember uh, that because, story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it, it, you know, you warn the politicians that climate change is real, and what makes it worse is, you know, you end up with a big old chunk of ice on the corner of your house. You know, it'll try to go down the gutter, but it'll just build up a 400-pound chunk. And sometimes that rips the side of the house out. Yes. You know, if you've got a small small house like that. So architectural standards are going to have to be changed. You know, we're going to have to build houses stronger to prevent, uh, you know, roofs caving in from uh, from ice buildup on the roof. And so the the problem is, is that in order to stop global warming, we have to grow more trees. But if we use the old-fashioned kinds of techniques for architectural change, they're going to want to cut down trees in order to strengthen up your house. So we got to make this decision to plant more trees before we use them all in the nature of a disaster. You know, buying the last forest to fix up after the last disaster. Boy, so, so you're, you're, yeah, you're so right about that, especially with the trees. That is a big conundrum. And talking about uh, so many great forests that have been destroyed, then that's a whole other discussion with the fires, etc. And it, it is a, a kind of a tug of war. I mean, that's why a lot of charities or people saying plant trees in place of this. And it's just, you know, that whole theory of one tree at a time. But that one tree at a time is now a necessity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, you know, it slows down the winds. You know, we've had 50-mile-an-hour winds out here in the last month. Uh, in fact, I think they got, you know, a hurricane is, what, 75? So I think we got up to 72 or something like that a, about a month ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you plant more trees, you'll slow it down. We used to have, you know, redwood trees that were so tall, you know, mm. all the oceans, the uh, the mighty force of the oceans had to compete against the redwood trees or redwood trees against the ocean. But, it, you know, whatever you can do to slow it down, and since we've cut them all down and there are hardly any tall ones anymore, it's going to take a long time to get a, an average height again. Yeah, boy, no kidding. David, well said. Thanks for the call. Stay well. You know, he's talking about, uh, in, in his area, talking about the redwoods. I said that before when there there was so much conversation about protecting the redwoods when there were some of those horrific uh, fires that if you haven't seen them before we completely lose them, go and see them because it's absolutely amazing it's awe-inspiring when you see these incredible trees you know you you hear them you hear about them when you're in back east or the midwest or the south or whatever people talk about beautiful things to to see in this amazing country and the redwoods is is one of them and what a shame to to lose that luckily there were protective measures that were happening when when the fires were setting in although some enough were lost that there was a conversation about uh, that for sure okay so um more americans name the government as the nation's top problem in gallup's latest poll and this is the 
crazy, rocky start of the 118th Congress with high prices, inflation, of course, is like the second most problem that people are talking about. Now gas prices are going up $4 a gallon or more in some places. The uh, tensions at the border, the economy, yada, yada. We could go on and on. But the number one biggest problem facing this country in a pretty thorough Gallup poll. I mean, there's a reason why they're Gallup and get paid the big bucks to do these samplings. It it shows that now, if you went to last year, 15% of the people polled, you know, and it's a sampling, 15% of the people put the government and poor leadership as the biggest crisis that we're having, the biggest problem. This year, up much more, 21% think it's the biggest problem. To give you an idea, if you look at other things that we're talking about and facing in this country, like, for example, inflation, if you looked at what it was last year, 16% in this poll were concerned about it. It was just a tad less this year, so pretty much the same, 15%. Even if you looked at immigration, 8% said that was the top biggest problem we were facing and only went up slightly 11%. So it just shows you constantly in looking at this process, they did the poll in the beginning of January all the way through the 22nd. So a a 15, you look at that process and that was during that 15 vote process where Kevin McCarthy eventually became the speaker of the house. Then there was also the classified documents that were found from 2009 to 2017. That's where those documents in that era were found in president Joe Biden's private office and home that also surfaced. So that was certainly top of mind, but interesting where the confidence has uh, fallen when it comes to uh, a sampling, because there are certainly other things in our lives that keep us up at night, but the three branches of government, the people that represent us, and the frustrations have really, really bubbled over. And in talking about the financial side of it, there's a meeting between the president and the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, midweek on Wednesday. Meanwhile, 25 or 24 Republican senators oppose raising the debt limit without cuts. And they say they're not going to budge on this. They've signed a, a letter to the president stating their opposition to raising the debt limit without reforming the $31 trillion national debt saying that that has to happen and it's the prevent government shutdown act is what they're talking about they're saying would provide continuing appropriations automatically in order to fund the government if congress can't pass a spending bill by the end of the year deadline wow i'm i've said this over and over again it's easy to pull my soapbox out and dust it off because I have now railed on this for a very, very long time. No wonder there is no trust. Yes, it's a difficult thing to get compromised. Yes, it's difficult when you're talking about issues of where you're cutting, where the money should go, what's where the appropriations are, what do you do to Social Security, Medicare, all that stuff. But when we have been in this crisis situation, if things weren't handled better, every single Congress, the answer is, I don't think so. City Williams, dead. 
popularity from Laverne and Shirley. Somebody sent me an email about that. We're talking about it next in the mailbag. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. President Biden is seeking additional authorities from Congress to enhance border security. White House Deputy Press Secretary Olivia Dalton argues that's why House Republicans should support the anticipated border deal emerging in the Senate. And if, you know, Speaker Johnson is serious about securing the border, which he also said this morning that he is, then he should work across the aisle with us, uh, reach back across the aisle in good faith and join us. We're working along with Senate Republicans as well as Democrats. House Speaker Mike Johnson says the Senate-crafted deal is likely to face significant opposition in the House. The first meeting of the year for the Federal Open Market Committee began Tuesday. The two-day event will conclude with an announcement regarding the future of interest rates on Wednesday. Unexpectedly, recent data show an increase in the number of job openings in the United States. According to the Labor Department's report on Tuesday, there were 9 million job openings in December. John Schaefer, USA News. Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. 
These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Radio.com. Click on contact and we will connect just like Max did. He says, Kate, I was so sad to learn about the death of Cindy Williams. I didn't watch Laverne and Shirley until my wife did in uh, in recent times watching it, I think, on uh, one of the re- one of the stations that replays 70s and 80s shows. But I can remember my mother being a big fan of of that uh, of that show, and I guess uh, she died at seventy five. You know, it's a celebrity thing, and you always find out about celebrities. But she was the bookend to Penny Marshall, and when you think of comedians, you think of a lot of male comedians and who their counterparts are. And this was one of those rare female tandems that I guess really worked. I, I think in just the briefly, the handful of those shows that, uh, that, that I saw from that television show. Yeah. That just popped up on, um, on my radar. Thanks for that, Max. You're right. She was 75. It was, they, all I saw was they just said it was a short illness and had a couple of kids and they released a statement just saying that she was one of a kind and generous and had a great sense of humor and uh, a spirit that everybody loved. And um, she was a super, because I looked up some of her background, she was a super physical comedian. You know, like that, that used to be so it used to be popular, but tough for some people to pull pull off. There were other female comedians, and certainly a lot of male comedians that were were able to do that. But um, she was on that Laverne and Shirley show all the way to the early '80s. It was like sort of the mid '70s to the mid '80s, and then the um, Happy Days spinoff. She was also part of um that was also part of that so happy days was there and then that was a, the spinoff laverne and shirley that's how that came about and um you think of those times and, and you think of where comedy was and how many people would have watched that show you didn't have all the streaming and all the options and all, all of that and um so for a show to be able to survive six seven eight nine years is pretty big because they would have had to get the ratings or they would be canceled. 
So rip to Cindy Williams, a funny lady at dead at the age of uh, 75. We go to this one from Jules. He says, Kate, with everything that's happening in the world, it seems almost ridiculous that I would send you this email, but I know when the lotteries get higher, you you often will mention the numbers on the show. And I was telling somebody something about winning a jackpot that you said the odds of winning the jackpot were insane, something like one in 200 million. Is that really true? Well, yeah, the lottery released that information. It's one in 292.2 million. That's what the odds are of winning a jackpot. Like the Powerball jackpot is 613 million. It was anyway, heading into Monday. How do I know that? Because you see the signs when you're driving around. I, I think in any But even in small towns, but certainly in any medium size to large city, there's billboards places that will roll the lottery numbers, like say whatever the the lottery is up to. So because you brought it up, Jules, the winning numbers, because I'm sure people are scurrying to get their tickets, 1, 4, 12, 36, 49, and the Powerball, 5. Wow. That amount of money, who knows if it rolls back over again. But um, I've said this before. The thing that is interesting about discussions about lotteries is that it would be so shocking to realize. I mean, of course, obviously, it's about the money. You get the money. But that you you are defying the odds that you could get hit by lightning more easily than win the lottery. So... Wouldn't that be something, right? Um, Something that would be positive, you would hope. Because often you hear these stories about things that happen to people who win the lottery. And no matter how enormous it seems to be, something happens in, in their life where either they blow through it, everybody's after them, or someone tries to, uh, defraud them somehow all right got this one from paul who says hello kate i um was wondering if you know more about that guy that drove his car over a california cliff he was uh, i guess in a a tesla this happened a while ago i know you were talking about it on your uh show i think it was in the beginning of January, the end of December, I happened to see some video of it. I can't believe anyone survived that wreck. I think he had his family with him. Are they even still alive? Yeah, you know, the um, it looked just like a tin can all crashed, of course, because the car dropped 250 feet and flipped over a couple of times, landed on its wheels and kind of wedged against the cliff there was there recently has been some stories about that and um the seven-year-old daughter and four-year-old son i mean everyone survived it but they're still in the um the the hospital or or the daughter and the wife are still in the hospital i think the son is okay they had uh, minor injuries the rest had minor injuries but um they think it was an intentional act. That's what the California Highway Patrol is saying, based on the evidence that they that they 
have uh, seen at the scene, they they believe that when this car went over the cliff, because, of course, he's saying something different, but they're saying that um, a Darmesh Patel, a guy from Pasadena, drove the Tesla off a cliff on a kind of a, a beautiful but a little treacherous E area of the Pacific Coast Highway known as the Devil's Slide. But um, they determined this was no accident, that this was intentional. But I, it's, a, it, it's a miracle when you look at that, that anybody survived that. But the entire family survived that. And um, it doesn't look good for him, though, based on what they've, what they've discovered in that, uh, in that investigation. All right, this one is from Chuck, who says... I am just so sickened by the video that I've seen coming out of that Memphis uh, incident uh, stopping uh, Tyree Nichols. Um, and, you know, the fact is, Kate, that a lot of the officers, he was black. A lot of the officers were were black. In fact, I think almost all of them were in this in this case. But clearly, when you see what happened... The, the beating, the the tasing, and then uh, he doesn't survive it. Can you blame the family? I don't care who the family would be, uh, of what ethnic background, be them even white, whatever, to see something like that. And, of course, it goes to the narrative of in certain areas with these traffic stops, what's happening, and thank God for uh, body camera footage. I'm a, a white man with a couple of teenage Children, but I have two friends who happen to be um, black. They're part of the guys that we play golf with and friends of mine from work. And uh, they worry about their children and driving and um, what has happened with some of these pullovers. Yeah, well, this unit, especially this Scorpion unit, the whole idea of it was this they were formed to focus on concentrating police officers in areas with super high crime. And, of course, five have been charged in his death. They were on assignment with the unit when that happened. Now they've disbanded it, and they're looking into it, investigating it. One of the officers who's white is being charged now, and um, more people are starting to to face uh, either firings, fire being fired or being uh, charged. So, but at least five were already indicted about a week later, and now are facing second degree murder charges, along with assault and kidnapping charges. Also, have been uh, been thrown at them too. So they're investigating. You know, they're looking at it. The fire department fired their medical techs. I mentioned that at the top of of the show for not giving an adequate assessment when they were there to to provide medical aid after he was uh after he was was beating so th- what is being said is look if you were an officer or a first responder and you just sat there and you watched him die and you didn't do anything to resuscitate him you didn't do anything to give aid and you're just as culpable as the people who beat him down and killed him. Of course, no one on that side is being charged, but released. So other officers, though, and 
other first responders have are being investigated, but nothing charge-wise has happened for for them. So the Memphis police chief, C.J. Davis, said, you know, we're investigating it. We, we got rid of the unit. And the FBI is also investigating the circumstances of his uh, of his death as uh, well. What uh, what a tragedy! And then this last one, this one is from Mel. Oh, gas, Kate, it's killing me. I have to haul these kids, my kids who I love dearly, all over the place, and now gas is starting to shoot up in uh, Louisiana. I think it's rising all over the country. So people, beware! It's going to cost you more. All right, thanks for all the emails, people. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook, Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook, or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney, at Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G them.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com.
two weeks, the Super Bowl will have happened. Yes, the Super Bowl matchup officially set. The Chiefs and the Eagles will face off on February 12th. How about that? It was a crazy, crazy weekend uh, with the final four teams playing in their championships, the AFC and the NFC championships. And I think that the in looking at um, what happened in the, the two games, you know, you look at the Eagles and uh, they beat the 49ers 31 to to 7 and in this game both 49er quarterbacks were hurt it was crazy and the Eagles were able to certainly take advantage and the Chiefs with a final kick making the difference 23 to 20 just a couple of quick details on that in case you you haven't heard how the the road to getting there as of just a a, a day ago Jalen Hurts did what he had to do he had a has a um, uh, right shoulder injury says he's not 100 percent, but a lot better he had one of philly's four rushing touchdowns and the second half was all about philadelphia the eagles won the super bowl five years ago with a different coach and quarterback just to put that into perspective so nick siriana siriani is the coach now and hurts of course is the the quarterback and um you know he he was in a game where you had a, a running game that that has been successful for the Eagles and certainly worked there. Miles Sanders ran for a couple of touchdowns. You also had linebacker Hassan Reddick who made that hit that forced the 49ers sensational rookie quarterback who was Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. The last last guy chosen Brock Purdy out of the game with an elbow injury. And then Riddick also recovered a fumble by Purdy's replacement, Josh Johnson, who later had a concussion. So you can just imagine how 49ers fans were feeling as they were watching uh, this game just disintegrate before their, their eyes. But, hey, the Eagles broke the game open in the final two minutes of the first half and got a big uh, rise out of a crowd that was really kind of quiet because they didn't have a lot to uh, to to cheer about, and it was Sanders who I mentioned who broke free for a 13-yard run for that 14-7 lead, and concluded a 14-14 play, 75-yard drive. So that was part of it: the fumble, and then ultimately the 21-7 lead, and. And the rest is history, what the final score was there for uh, Philadelphia. Much different story in that AFC championship game. That was the NFC. Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback for the Chiefs, uh, really had to rely on um, his, uh, had to rely on certainly his the run game as much as he could because he has a badly strained right ankle and usually it's all about driving and deep passes in his arm and all that stuff. And not that we didn't see him trying to do that, but he, he strained to do what he normally could do pretty easily. And what was interesting about this game, he was missing three wide receivers because of injuries. He was battered, and he took off on a third down play near midfield in, a, in, in that game against the Bengals. He strained to reach where he needed to go. He was headed out of bounds when he felt Joseph Asai, one of the Bengals players, smashing into him, sending him sprawling into the bench. Well, you can't hit any player 
going out of bounds like that. So that dash where he gained the yardage plus a 50-yard penalty for the late hit put Kansas City in a much better position to make the kick. It was a 45-yard kick, but there was gusting winds over the cross bar three seconds to go in the game and the Chiefs back in the Super Bowl for the third time in four years 23-20 so congratulations to both of those teams now as I said it's about the the Super Bowl people are making plans for their uh, parties people that don't even watch don't even watch football will pay a little bit of attention to the Super Bowl you know there's always the commercials that cost so much for 30 or 60 seconds of airtime because the huge audience that you have where you have have had in recent times well over 100 million people that have watched the super bowl and not just in the united states but around the the world so this will certainly i'm sure draw a lot of a lot of eyeballs and all the things leading up to the Super Bowl that are kind of fascinating to watch. We'll be talking about that. It kicks 6.30 Eastern on the 12th. The game is being played in Glendale, Arizona at the State Farm Stadium there. The Eagles only favored by two. And the odds makers are saying 49.5 total for the game. So the amount of points they believe will be scored. Hmm. I think it'll be less than that if the defenses really show up. I think it'll be just under that. So there are certainly questions and key matchups heading into it and interesting side notes to uh, what could possibly, you know, what could possibly happen here. But I, I'm going to hope that it's a good ball game and it's close. And, of course, many in my family and then some others that won't be because we have Cowboy fans and Eagles fans who just are not going to be cheering for the Eagles, but then there are going to be others that will certainly cheer for them. All right, what else is happening in the world of sports? He is Mr. Everything, Luka Doncic. Boy, if you like the NBA, you have to see this guy play. 53 points. He plays for the Dallas Mavericks. He carried them on his back, as he always does, to a win over the Pistons, 111-105 on Monday night. He is just, I can't say enough about what he what he does. History-wise, the records he sets, how fun it is to watch this kid play the hoop, period. You know, there are definitely lots of superstars in the NBA that you could talk about. And of course, you can compare to other years and other great players, but he is setting the bar incredibly high in, in watching him, uh, in watching him play. All right. This is an interesting controversy. A federal judge denied a request by live golf which is the the golf tour that is backed by Saudi Arabia to expand discovery in their antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour to include communication with 10 Augusta National members, including former Secretary of State Condi Rice. They wanted all the communications to be there relating to the, the new tour, but... Um, Apparently, in a redacted filing, Liv Golf is alleging that Condi Rice 
and an Arkansas banking exec tried to influence the Justice Department not to investigate the PGA Tour. So in the ruling... The magistrate there said that the request for those members in the master's community is burdensome on the subpoenaed parties and not in uh, proportion to the needs of litigation. That sounds like gobbledygook. In other words, back off. You're not going to get this in there. And, of course, big names, obviously, that's what they were looking at uh, there. And there's a huge battle between what's happening with the 16 live golf players eligible for the Masters, including Bryce DeChambeau, who's one of three players listed as a plaintiff in the antitrust lawsuit. I mean, the bottom line is this. There is a lot of people unhappy with that tour because of its backing and because of the fact that it changes golf, right? And the PGA Tour is not happy about that because people like Phil Mickelson gets paid $100 million just to be a part of the tour before he's ever played in any, and he has now played in some of the tournaments, but before he even hit a golf ball. And and that was the lure that people were getting paid, the golfers were getting paid uh, a fee before even playing in some of the, the tournaments. And that, of course, was attracting some top players. And it put, put a real war between the PGA old guard and some of the even the PGA new guard and some of the players that decided that they were going to also play in this live tour. Oh, there's more to come on this, I'm sure, down the road. It's more about hitting them high and getting those good scores there it used to be. And now it's a little bit different. It's now about fending off litigation in some cases. Thanks, Nathan Reeder, for his excellent work on the technicals, as always, and all of you for listening to this hour of the show. Make it count, everyone. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.